We are not creatures of logic. We are creatures of emotion. Hi, thanks for listening. Hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology, motivation, people skills, and other areas in which we can develop who we are for ourselves and for the people around us. Welcome to the episode on feedback loops. We'll talk about what they are and how to perfect them. What loops you have that you use consciously or unconsciously and how you can improve on them so that they are the most supportive. Maybe you've heard this term feedback loop before. We generally can have positive loops or negative loops. And realistically, you probably have both to some degree. But before we get into that, let's take a look at a concept known as locus of control. Now, locus of control is a term that psychologists use, and they distinguish between internal and external locus of control. And the distinction is, we both get our feedback unconsciously, either from other people, which is what most of us are conditioned to do from childhood, or we look at ourselves as the inspiration, as the source of motivation. We look to ourselves to figure out whether we are on the right track, whether we are on the right page. And this is something that most of us can use doing more. Because the way we grew up in society, we were trained to look to other people and what they do to find out what we should do. So as we mature, we kind of transition a little bit towards internal locus of control. But for many of us, we still have a lot of work to do. Now, with the concept of a feedback loop, a feedback loop is a process where You do something, you get an outcome, which in turn will strengthen the input in the next round, which again will increase the results that you get, which will strengthen the input. So X increases Y, which in turn increases X. And this is what explains a lot of success that people have. For example, if you take a look at child prodigy phenomenon, this is very much the result of a positive feedback loop. Because what happens, you have an individual who typically has more of a internal locus of control at a very young age, who will set their own course to achieve big results. 
when they achieve their results, this leads to a lot of satisfaction and positive feedback, which will lead to setting even higher goals and getting higher results. So this is a loop that feeds on itself and strengthens itself. And this is what you want to achieve. This is a mental process that will get you the biggest results in the quickest amount of time with the least energy expended. There are, of course, examples of a positive feedback loop in many other areas of human activity. For example, you can think of climate change and the fact that sea ice is shrinking, it is melting. And given that sea ice has very low albedo, it reflects very little light. Its albedo is higher than that of water, which means that the overall albedo of Earth's surface will decrease, which will lead to an increase in temperature, more melting of ice, and further decrease in albedo, which is a cycle that nobody really knows where it will stop because it feeds on itself. Another example would be what happens when we get injured in our bodies. That is, there are chemicals that the body releases when there's an injury, which will lead to the release of blood platelets, which will go to the area that needs to be repaired. And they will release more chemicals that will attract more platelets, which will significantly increase the healing process and creating a blood clot. So positive feedback is something that is very important if you want to get any result quickly, or if you want to create a system that will support itself. Now, just like you have a positive feedback loop, you can also have a negative one. And a good example of that can be some influences when we were children. Some of the things that parents did or our teachers did, usually unknowingly and unintentionally, when we would make an effort and we would not be praised or, or appreciated for the effort that we made, but we would be told off or punished for the results that was deemed unsatisfactory. So when this happens, when the result is not good or not perceived as good enough, what often happens is because the emotion that will follow can be very negative, this will lead to actually the child trying less hard rather than more. Because on an unconscious level, the emotions that lead to trying can be very negative. So we try less hard. And this can create a very powerful negative loop that can be difficult to overcome. But it is always worth trying. 
always worth making an effort. Because this system can be very constraining and can make your life very difficult. This is why it is important to take stock of the emotional loops that you have that cause processes that are largely automated that we perpetuate because it really is our emotions rather than our willpower that moves us. It is the driving force that causes us to act and react. Unlike willpower, of which we really have very little, which is why if you make a decision, like a New Year's resolution, to do something using your willpower only, without using the emotional systems that you have at your disposal, making a change come true can be really difficult. Whereas if you use the inborn emotional system of rewarding yourself after good results or any results for that matter, you'll find that you're getting in positive loop that will make what you're trying to achieve progressively easier and more satisfying. The fact is we really have very little willpower and using it can be draining and hard. Whereas if you attach the right emotions to the result that you want to achieve, the path to getting the result that you want will be much easier and much more enjoyable. Ultimately, you may find out that it really is the path, the journey, that you appreciate the most, much more than the goal. And the goal really is only something that we use to help us to get on the right track. And when we've achieved it, we need to replace it with a higher goal so that the journey can continue on a higher level. So notice the emotions that you have as they are relevant to achieving your goals. See what negative baggage you may still have from your earlier years and untangle them. Get to understand how you formed them why and what they do to you now because they probably were useful at some point but it doesn't mean that they are now more likely than not they're just weighing you down so practice positive feedback see the results any positive results of the path that you're on and incorporate it to improve on the result that you will get next time. I dealt with the details of this practice in an earlier episode on how to make your work your vocation. You can use this on how to do anything you might do and sort of make it an art or break it down to a science, if you will.
which is kind of the same thing, so that you will appreciate it more and you will get better results. And you'll get into a cycle where you want to do more because you just enjoy it more. And by enjoying it more, it'll become easier and bring better results. The key here, just to remind you, is feedback and especially making it positive and specific so that you're not only focused on the big picture, you're also focused on any improvement that you've made to create momentum that will bring you closer to all the goals that you want to achieve. You are the sum total of your thoughts. Your thoughts create pictures which lead to your actions. Your actions create habits. Your habits create who you are. Who you are, in turn, determines what you can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. If you think you got some value out of this episode, or you know someone you think might benefit from this podcast, tell your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or insights, write me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Keep doing your part to enrich your life, and through your actions, leave the world better than you found it.